Odafest listeners, and welcome back to the Odafest podcast. Today, I've got Dio and Nancy with me. Hello. It's so good to be back. Hello, everyone. We missed you, There is no Angelo. Angelo is a lie. I've consumed him for reasons yes. uh, that it's I cannot okay. disclose. Um, apologies for any inconvenience caused signed management. Uh, <laughs> well, moving on then. Yes. As Calgary's largest nonprofit fandom convention, Odafest provides fans of all ages with geeky interests a friendly place where they can feel like they belong. While we may not be able to provide a physical place for fans to get together and celebrate these common interests this year, we are thrilled to offer an online alternative, Odafest 2021, a live-streamed event. With interactive programming from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m., Odafest 2021 will be a safe, fun, and exciting convention experience unlike any we've hosted before. More information will be announced over the next few months, so keep an eye out for a sneak peek into this year's features and programming. Lovers, I hope you can join us this year as we embark upon a brand new adventure. First try. First, First try. try. Easy clap. <laughs> Easy. Easy clap. Easy mode. Is this easy mode? I know words. <laughs> can I can so. I get out of standard mode and just play easy now? <laughs> Do either of you tend to play easy in the game? Um, uh, it depends, you know, but only usually if, not. Only if I'm really in it for the story and nothing yeah, else. Yeah, same here. If like if it's a game where I just am not right. enjoying the gameplay at all, and like I just don't care, and I just want to consume the narrative, then yes. But otherwise, I tend to play on like. Um, standard or, or hard if I'm enjoying the gameplay. Right. Mm-hmm. Same. I, 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 I can honestly say that I almost never do anything in easy. Like, even if the game's frustrating me and I don't like it anymore, I'd rather drop the game than play it in easy, which is, like, kind of dumb when I say it out loud, I feel like. But it's just, like, something that's hardwired in my brain and I never think to do that. I'm, I'm kind sense? of the same way. Yeah. Like, if I'm playing a game and it's too hard and like I'm frustrated, I will just stop playing the game. Like, I feel like if, if, if the puzzle can't be accomplished in normal mode and I have to drop it to easy just to get past the puzzle, like, I don't want to play the game anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, my God, pride takes anymore. a really big hit if that happens. I'm just like, yeah. something feels kind of dirty about, uh, you know what? Just maybe I'll just put this down and then I never. Yeah, back exactly. That's exactly what happens okay, with like, me. Yeah, like I'm definitely not into like gatekeeping anyone, like how they want to play. If they want to play on easy or they want to play like, uh, what's like like yeah, a passive some mode games almost? have that. Yeah, where like, like uh, it's like a there's it takes uh, the like, combat or like similar type of features out of the game for people who like don't enjoy that. And I think that's very valid. Like if you play a game and you just don't enjoy combat or really difficult puzzles and you want to just have like a lived in narrative experience, I think that's very valid and you should enjoy games the way you yeah. want to. So I agree with that. But I, I, mm -hmm. I'm, just a, I'm just a gamer. So I have to play games. <laughs> well, yeah. actually, I'm a new gamer and I need to play everything on hard mode. And if you don't play on hard mode, I'm going to look down Easy on you. Easy mode. I would rather. <laughs> as, as stupid as it sounds, I would rather spend 20 hours replaying the first stage. Then turn it down to easy, and it's like again, this is not 
me trying to sound badass. It's how my stupid brain is. Like I could probably be finished <laughs> by the time. <laughs> There's something you know. to be said about Jay's level of Indeed. stubbornness. Indeed. I yeah. have I, I'm, seen it. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually extremely, extremely uh, uh, stubborn, especially when it comes to games. And I will reset games over and over again. The weird thing I've is... I've done that. Yeah, I'm, but at the same time, I'm not like a speedrunner type of person because I don't think I'm stubborn. Interesting. Like, my motivations aren't stubborn. Like my, my motivations are to complete the game in the manner in which I want to complete the game. That's the best way to explain it. But it doesn't mean that I want to do repetition right, for the like, sake of repetition. So what I'm hearing is that Jay's level of stubbornness has separate compartments in his brain. It's yeah, like I'm stubborn, but I'm like I th- about like, certain things though. Yeah, like and, and like serious talk, I think it's also like I, I think I have like very like low medium levels of like ADD or something like that where like I don't I, I can hyper focus on something it's a small something it's not but it's permanent a small something and then once that anymore once like, that's gone, like, like I don't want to think about it yep, that's totally relatable as an ADHD person that's exactly what it's like yeah absolutely absolutely yeah, just... I totally feel that way too it's like yeah. it's like a an accomplishment thing. It's like okay, you know yeah. what? I'm I done. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's I'm like good. the the first completion almost... of the game is what's important to yeah. me. But once I've done it, I don't want to go and complete it again yeah. or like fix that completion. Like I did everything I needed to do in that completion. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I I I would almost call it like a tick. It's like a mental tick. But I would also say that. Uh, nowadays what i try to do like so there's like something to be said for when i play online games because when you play online you can't yeah, just like save scum over and over again <laughs> usually um but yeah. like it's like as much as i love single player games and i do love single player games i can't tell you how much time i do honestly waste on small segments it's just because like oh what if i optimize like my brain's just like on the stupid war path of literally like what if I optimize myself to get this weapon first? I got to kill this guy, and then I got to go on to this thing, and I have to do it perfect. Like, if I don't do it perfectly in my head, then I have to do it again until I get it perfect. It's like, why? We're not, we're just putting together some weird save scummed version of like a speed run where, like, segment by segment, it becomes perfect, but it's because I've wasted so much time not playing the rest of the game. I'm just focusing on small things, but it doesn't persist throughout the whole game. It's always just, it comes in waves. It's very bad. And it, it, it is a thing that causes me to put down games because I get frustrated with the current segment that has no relevance to anything else. Like, no, I don't expect other people to play games the way I play games. I do play games, quote unquote, normally sometimes. Normally. <laughs> quote unquote. Yeah, like, like, like what you would think of just like, oh, you don't save scum. Oh, you're not doing something like so, like, so focused and ticky. But... The, time, so the times I do, like, that's another reason why I don't want to stream because I don't <laughs> want people to be like, what is this guy doing? Like, I think getting over that and, and getting totally into valid. streaming was really hard for me personally yeah. because it's a bunch of people watching you do it wrong or like, you know, some version of yeah. wrong because everyone has yeah. their own wrong to, you. Yeah. wrong to you. Wrong to you. So I really want to know if our listeners um, care to engage with us. It's not a requirement, yeah, what are but the I'm really curious to know what that your gaming you games? focus on or that are your, your brain can't right. let go of when you play games. I'm curious. 
mm-hmm. I would love to know. I would love to know that just because, and I would love to know if anyone, you know, there's always the weird thing where you see something online like that's such a great like set of memes where it's like, did you know this thing? And then everyone's like, oh my god, shared experience. Didn't mm-hmm. think anyone else did it that way. And I'm, yeah. I, like, when you see that, you're like, ooh, okay, okay. I can absolutely <laughs> say for sure that Dio and I have bonded yeah. over really weird moments like that. It's like, did you know? And you and too. Like, Same hat. Spider Man like, oh pointing moment. Instant bonding right here. <laughs> weird brain. Yeah. Really, really. Same, same brain, brain moments. Same brain, same brain moments, yeah. for sure. Uh. Mm-hmm. Speaking of um, shared experiences, uh, I guess a few. This is going to be a very gaming heavy episode, and then mm-hmm. maybe some other stuff at the end. Uh, so after like a solid, I think yeah. it's like almost two years, uh, Nintendo Direct finally came out. Yeah, um, big deal. Because they were, I guess, delayed for coronavirus related purposes. That I'm not really sure because it's just an online production, but. I'm not here to criticize. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> um, I did not but watch, but was, like the thing well, is, like did, did I'm pretty you active on Twitter, just... and so people always live tweet their reactions. So even though I didn't watch the direct yeah. myself because I was working, I got to see oh, people's right. live reactions to the direct as it was happening. Right. Yeah, I was. It was also happening during my work hours, so I didn't watch it either. But I saw the uh, the secondhand uh, hype, I guess. Secondhand hype. Yeah. Everyone was just like really, really hyped about a thing, and I can sort of tease out what they're talking about in the moment. Yeah, I I did watch it. Uh, I watched it as part of a watch along on the Twitches, mm-hmm. and. I have mixed feelings, but that's because I'm not like I, I'm like slightly underwhelmed, and I think a lot of people are slightly underwhelmed just because the things that we're expecting right now, which are is Breath of the Wild two news and Metroid Prime four news, is hasn't come up, um, and they even during the like Zelda portion, I would say, which they announced Skyward Sword HD, the guy who is like the head director for the Zelda project stuff. He came in and it's just like a black screen. It was just him like talking face to face with fans kind of thing. And he was like, I don't have any news for you regarding Breath of the Wild. Wow. People were like, okay, yeah. thanks for telling me, I guess. <laughs> like, I don't know why it had to be this hard and this cold. At um, least they addressed it and they didn't just say yes. like, they weren't teasing or anything weird. Yeah, they're like, yeah. when we have news for you, we want to, like, we'll give it to you, but we have we don't have as much to present for you as we'd like, kind of thing. So, yeah. I, like, I can respect it, but it, it really killed some of the hype. Something, and the answer was actually, JK, like, this is the we got a whole bunch of nothing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, actually, it's... no. But, but we'll tell you when we're ready. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, They came out with... They did come out with Skyward Sword for uh, HD for Switch. Everything's for Switch, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, which honestly so looks pretty good. Ports. Yeah, I had the original Skyward Sword. I didn't finish it uh, due to several reasons. One of them being the controls kind of sucked. But it looks <laughs> like they improved the motion. Con- like, it's still motion controls for the most part. But you can play without motion controls. Okay. Um, but it does look better in uh, this, like, the Switch. Visually, but the control scheme 
uh looks pretty good uh i think it's because Blatoon, like one and two have done very very well and like the competitive scenes for uh, those not, games I'm, are very very strong so i'm assuming there was a lot of interest i'm i'm assuming keep in mind i don't actually play right. splatoon but i'm assuming there was a lot of interest from the splatoon community for like further oh, oh yeah like, yeah new maps new new gameplay styles like kind of like the stuff that like if you played splatoon 1 splatoon 2 was like an elevated experience of that yeah. so i'm assuming i'm assuming people are excited for like an elevated version of splatoon yes. 2 in splatoon 3 that's my guess I, I, I honestly think, I yeah, like, I think that's legit. I Like, I'm not a huge uh, player of Splatoon. I think it's fun, uh, like, uh, stylistic-wise, but I'm not really into the actual gameplay myself. Though The only reason I say I don't know why there's a third oh, one, it's not because I true. don't think there should be a third one. It's just that uh, I guess it is technically, like, four years now because uh, Splatoon 2 was was uh, Splatoon 2 was yeah, 2017. That's fair. I looked it up. And it does seem a little bit quick for that refresh into a new um, release. Yeah, it was. But, that is very like, I'm true. Not, I'm not like I'm not gonna say I like I just thought that the community was doing fairly strong as it was, and it's like it's not like the Smash community. It's not like the Smash community is. Yeah, that's fair. Right now, you know, so mm. it's kind of like if you want to talk about their competitive offerings from Nintendo's side, it was a little weird. Mm. Um, felt quick. Uh, Mario Golf looks super yeah, fun. Yeah, it's cool. Like uh, it's Mario, Mario Golf, golf is always like, fun. Like golf is always like, like virtual golf is time. more fun um, for me so than real course. in-person golf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> virtual than actual golf. golf. I don't think I've Absolutely. ever enjoyed actual golf in my whole life. Yeah. Other than it being in a game. Yeah. I uh, same I, I same like hat same hat as Jay. I, also I, uh, I have golf. played physical uh, golf. I, I enjoy physical golf, golf in the me, summer. But yeah. I will <laughs> play <laughs> golf um, digitally. But I don't watch golf. I cannot yeah. watch golf. Not a fun sport for me to spectate. But playing virtual golf is incredibly fun. Watching other people play virtual yeah. golf is also incredibly fun. No. Yes. Exciting. <laughs> yeah, there's just something yeah. about virtual golf that just makes it so much more entertaining, exciting. Yeah. Like, it's engaging in a way because it sort of makes you want to solve a puzzle. Oh, yeah, that's very fair. Very fair. It is. Golf isn't quite the same for me. Also, I would burn to a crisp in the sun in like five minutes. This is Probably also not true. Probably not a great time. Yeah. <laughs> But you don't I've you don't really want to go golfing when it's cloudy and cold outside. I've been there. It's not fun. What's night so, golf like? Yeah, it's not like a regular I don't know, offering, never, but it should night become golf a regular is, offering. Like, that would like be cool. Thing. Late it's night not, golf? It's not a regular cue. I yeah, feel like just, yeah. I feel like where yeah, we are, like it would make sense because it gets dark like after eleven thirty. Yeah, that would be fun in the summer here. So yes. that's like a lot of hours of Twilight that you could be enjoying Twilight Golf. It's very niche, yeah. Hmm. I think that's that's more of a thing, but like actual nighttime golf is, again, it yeah, does exist. Yeah, the Detective Club game. Hmm. That looks... Interesting. Um, nope. Oh. There was a cool... There was like oh, a Square Enix... Oh, my bad. Uh, my bad. Uh, no, 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 no. Not that one. Not that one. That's Project Triangle Strategy. 
Oh, oh yes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like a um, tactics. Strategy is kind like of like uh, sort of tactics RPG. Yeah. Strategy RPG. So it looks it interesting. Looks sort of like, uh, uh, it looks interesting. I do know a lot of people were fire, like, why not yeah, just re-release or remake like Fall Fantasy Tactics? Please. I, uh, and I'm I like, yeah, tactics. I understand. Yes. As a tactics player, I want another Final Fantasy Tactics game. We deserve it. It's great. But I will indra- I will I'm sure that I it will I mean I am just Square Enix has a leash around my wallet, so I'm sure I but, will have fun playing Project Triangle Strategy too. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, like, you have, like it's like branded into I your wallet. Was... I did. Yeah. Did you guys play game? any of the tactics games? It on was very DS? hard, but I think that was like it did was kind of satisfying with how difficult. Like nope. it was a difficulty oh ramp God, compared to previous games, which I was like, oh, this is kind of like fun and exciting because it's like it actually is challenging now. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. So I enjoyed that. But yes, yes. It, it really was just like we are in hard mode now you've mm-hmm. been playing you've played oh, five yeah. of these games oh, yeah. figure the it difficulty out ramp up <laughs> that's what square enix said they said figure it out <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> please my brain is just widow like, all sorry. these games yeah, waited e for everyone I'm sorry, please. my brain's not good enough <laughs> oh man <laughs> but it has been a I long need, time. I need, I need, I need hand holding, please. Please, I'm baby. I no longer I like how desire early we started, power. Just like, Yo, I'm a hardcore game. I play on the hard <laughs> mode. And then like strategy game come along, you're like, please st- stop flanking me. <laughs> I can't take it. Stop taking the high ground. Stop. Yeah. Um. I will say, so it looks really fun. I was watching uh, Slurpee Ninja play the demo, which is already out, um, and it looks super cool. I will say that during the actual announcement of the Nintendo Direct, it was very vanilla, like the, 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 what do you call it? The features they were extolling about the game were very vanilla, and I was like, I, it looks so generic, and it sounds so bland. I don't understand why we're here <laughs> because it was, it literally was like coming from square Enix, a new strategy RPG. <laughs> yeah. Like very, and very like, generic. Like we, you we can know, flank. we, we know <laughs> what, a, we know what a tactics and, like, game looks like. We, we understand like a European <laughs> fictional sort of, you know, setting. And I'm just like, yeah, I was like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Bruh, okay, cool. And then they were like, and then there's like you can make decisions, and those decisions will impact the game. And I was like, uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Hello. <laughs> With the silent game part of the game for the last ten uh, years. Like, did you forget that like a, like thirty other games came out in the last like twenty five years? Okay. Like, this so, but but I, then the I watched the demo. Embarrassment is so real here. You're just like, yeah. okay, like I get that you're doing the <laughs> formula that generates hype, and you're you're trying yeah. to extol these really awesome features. I'm not feeling it, and I feel a little embarrassed for you right now. Yes, but the actual demo, I watched a solid hour, I would think, of it, and wow. it looks really good because. 
the system is a bit more advanced. I would say that it's not it's not going to be the easiest uh, strategy or uh, RPG out there to jump into because they have changed some mechanics. Like there's no there's like an action thing, like an action point system versus like an MP system. Um, so in order to do like special moves, you have to like sort of save up action points that you get from every round. Um, you start with none, I think, unless maybe your character can start with some. Um, and then there's also like the actual decision-making thing that, you know, advances the story is actually a democratic vote system where you are, there's going to, the game's going to present you like, you know, at the branch of story, um, you know, three different choices, for example. That's really cool. you go around talking to the related NPCs in that portion of the story to try and maybe convince them to vote one way or the other. And it, so and it's at the like end of, a, oh, I see. It's yeah, like, like a, a public and, and majority thing. does rule. Oh. Yeah, so like if it's like, if the votes are like four to six, then six, the decision for six will go. Even if you as the main character voted for your part of the minority at four. So it's interesting because you, there are going to be strong biases, like uh, like, not a huge spoiler because again it's a sort of demo stuff. But early on it was like, uh, the main character is sort of um, exile in some sort of exile, and it's like, do we, uh, does does the current group do they leave him sort of uh, to fend for his own as a sacrifice so everyone else gets to stay alive? Or do we all fight for his cause, kind of thing? And they all were more—they were more or less biased towards, like you know, we will keep him and we'll all fight for his cause. But um, I think there is way there are ways to like convince people to like push towards that other option. I think the game would just end if it was the other option <laughs> because it's so early in the game. But um, yeah. uh, it was—it was actually a really <laughs> it was a little rough. System. And story progression system. So I give them points for that, even though I didn't like again the marketing, the the trailer sucked. I think <laughs> it just didn't do it justice. Yeah. Do you um, think it'll have nearly as many uh, gameplay branches as a game like like Detroit Become Human, for example, where there were tons of different ways you could go? No, because it's 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 ceremonial. Mm. Um, the the voting is like it's not just like. Hey, you know, uh, put your put a piece of paper in this hat. <laughs> it's like there are these like scales of justice kind of thing, and you literally like th- there's a whole thing where you go up and you put in your vote, and then it weighs and like it, it stays neutral until all the votes are counted, and then it it, it the the scales shift based on your choices. Hmm. Like I'm. I'd give it a yeah, try. Yeah. So so it's very ceremonial and it's very uh like it makes it feel like it's super important although i'm sure in some ways i think they're i'm i'm wondering if they've hard-coded some decisions it's hard to say with demo gameplay though uh it is hard to say with demo gameplay i'm just curious as to like if you choose are there any like instant bad ends for example i mean they're I would imagine that you can screw up a game enough where it's just like, well, I guess uh, hero dies, yeah. and and that would yeah. be a valid way to take that. 
because otherwise it feels like you're on rails and no matter how they That's branch true. you always come back to the same rails yeah i think i think in that way it would be smart almost just to be like yeah you you done goofed and now you're dead so uh i mean game overs are still a thing right like we haven't been away yes. from a game from gaming far enough that like game overs just aren't a thing yeah, but it's just that in tactics RPGs, uh, game overs tend to be uh, like mostly in battle, mm -hmm. straight battle. Like, oh, yeah, you know, you failed. So. If you failed this quest, it's game over. Try again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the last one I have on the list is an interesting game. It's a Japanese port. It's never been released in North America or rather outside of Japan. It's called Famicom De Famicom Detective Club. It looks like Phoenix Wright. If hmm. Phoenix Wright took place in a high school and it was sort of like a slightly it looks occult cool. horror. It looks very um, interesting. Evidence-based visual novel-esque detective game. I don't know how to explain it any better. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am like... I don't have a Switch right now, but I have to say that <laughs> that one really piqued my interest. Out of all the other games that I've mentioned so far, which are all interesting to me, uh, Phoenix Wright is a very sort of... There are no other games like it that I know of. And I'm hoping Famicom Detective Club, being an older game that they've remastered and redrawn all the art for, is almost like a precursor to it, and that I can enjoy something similar to it. Uh... But yeah, like I don't know how to describe it other than a culty sort of detective, looks like it's set in the high school kind of thing. Um, I wish I had more to like go off of because it didn't. They didn't give us a lot other than like for the first time it's being released out of J uh, Japan. Like, yeah, games are like cool. yeah. That's I'm I'm interested. It, it looks, looks very like interesting. Novel. I'm curious. Um, I'm curious to see more and like. know more about it. But to me, it looks cool because it's a series that I've never heard of and, like, didn't – it like, as you said, it's not been released in, in NA before. And I, I like – like, it looks like it has, like, interesting, like, almost, like, not horror, but, like, psychological thriller kind of, like, vibe to it. Yeah, it, it looks like it has – yeah, like a, like a psych thriller type of vibe to it, and like I really like I like that kind of horror as like I like I like typical yes, horror as well, like more traditional way. like monster or like scary cult, or like spooky horror. horror. But this looks like it's more like detective thriller kind of stuff, and that looks really interesting to me, like murder mystery type of thing. I'm 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 definitely up there too. Like, yeah, yeah, I definitely enjoy psychological thrillers more than just like outright classic horror. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm all I, up for it. My interest is. I threw peaked. up some uh, some info in the uh, in our Discord or shared Discord. 
right it looks it looks very interesting like i've never heard of this series Uh, before but i really want to hear about this series now and i want to see more of it like i'm very it looks it looks like a like a like a thriller visual novel almost but like it's gonna have like phoenix wright styles gameplay and i'm like that that looks cool that sounds cool to me like this looks like something i would enjoy like I, i i'm really interested but I hope there is. We all know those are my favorite characters, so. <laughs> A little bit. But will there be a yandere? Sorry. <laughs> I, we all my, know. my only concern is that because it is based off an older game, um, and I think it's essentially a, a very fancy remake of a much older game, um, older games had a lot of, uh, let's say, physical restrictions. So that meant that games weren't as long as they were. So I'm really hoping these sh- stories that they're giving us aren't too short or they're hopefully adding in some extra content to make it feel more, like, fleshed out and, like, it's not just you're going to kill, like, it's only, like, two hours or something. Yeah, and, and, and like, do you ever feel like when someone calls something a remaster, you are always wondering like did you really remaster it like did you put some effort of work to to porting this forward making it more modern or at least like a little bit or did you just really like just port it and then you're done yes it Mm -hmm. did started uh yesterday um, yeah on the topic of remasters moving on from nintendo there's also another big thing blizzcon uh online sort of uh happened i guess Um, I'm gonna move down the list a little bit here because yeah, we're on. People are very uh, excited, and I'm very happy for and all you Diablo this is enjoyers. Dear and dear to my heart, Diablo 2 Resurrection or Resurrected is uh, it got announced finally, and my heart mm. literally. The first thing I did when once I saw it, because it does look like they're 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 very clear about how faithful they want it to be. Mm-hmm. First thing I did was I texted my junior high exactly. school buddies. Vacation days, we're gonna play. <laughs> Created exactly. a There's... group uh, uh, chat, and we're talking about how we're getting back into this. And I was like, "Bro, it's coronavirus. Take vacation days. <laughs> oh my, <laughs> you're no, not I going not. anywhere." We're gonna I've play. never played a Diablo game, but it, it is on so my to do list. Uh, I don't really want to like get into it too, too much because it's like, I don't know. I don't think either. I feel like neither of you two played too too much, maybe, or I could be Not wrong. Not too, yeah. no. That's fine. I've played there, through D three a lot. I. Not a huge fan of D3. I'm looking forward to D4, which they also released some news about. But mm. D2, I actually haven't looked at the news before yet. I don't know why I put it on the list. Damn it. Because all I care about right now is D2. And my heart is like so full of like nostalgic love for that game. And it looks so good. And I think it's going to feel really good. And the team sounds very committed to delivering the Diablo 2 essence. So I'm excited for you. You sound like you're going you. through such a time with this. Like in a good way. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm all about it. 
thank you Blizzard. yeah Overwatch. Uh, everybody was like are we actually gonna get any overwatch news we're not gonna get any but there is there was some um, over, there was a pretty big uh overwatch 2 um, segment which was kind of interesting to watch um still does not restore my faith that the game will do that they will do anything does, to fix like, the pvp content given the fact that the game has been in life support mode for the past year but as far as the pve and story mode content goes they showed off um some of the three of the character redesigns um and like the new models right. and stuff which looked very very cool very stylish um and they were showing off like how there's going to be right. talent trees um for the pve mode there's going to be a bunch of new like um ai enemies for you to encounter there's going to be like weather that's going to change like how the maps right. look they unveiled um some new maps including a canadian map they showed off more of sojourn who's like the new hero and it seemed it, it now connects the dots why that there there's a new map there's t toronto is the new map and it turns out that sojourn is right. canadian so makes sense that toronto is canadian eh? so that that makes huh. sense that uh toronto is her home map and then they also revealed new york and uh, a swedish uh map so i was like oh that's kind of cool so they 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 are working on a lot of content oh, um, for overwatch 2 and it was nice to oh, kind of get Canadian. an update after sort of the updates relating to overwatch being kind of non-existent for the past 12 months but uh yeah, hopefully that will uh, tide Overwatch enjoyers over for the next 12 months because we will not be hearing anything about Overwatch uh, until 2022, for sure. Saying it now. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> You're... You're probably so right. I I loved Overwatch once upon a time. And once upon a time. I did. I really did. Indeed. Uh, I enjoyed Very true. a lot. And then I just kind of <laughs> fell off the map because I think early on I was already feeling um, almost like a burnout <laughs> with the original. Very true. Um, I haven't followed that much Overwatch 2 no news. Not that it really matters because there's not a huge amount of news. Um. I'm hoping, yeah. I'm like, like, yeah, like saying that you haven't followed Overwatch Two is like, oh, like who has really? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would say that. I mean, I'm sort of interested, but like, I don't know. There's nothing that really stands out. Like, like I, they're not going for anything. Um, like it's not like they're going beyond safety. Like, there's nothing. Yeah. Mind blowing. Uh, they're gonna give you story, which is great, I guess. Um, I think about, I think that about Valorant, which is my current FPS right now. Is that like, it could be nice if they gave us a little bit more story, because but Overwatch also spoiled us with story, especially early on. Um, I don't know how I really feel about the whole PVE aspect, uh, but I'm sure they just feel like they can get some expanded replayability and game modes out of it, and I can't really fault them for that. The whole dynamic environments thing is like interesting, I guess. But then I'm sure, like, in in a game that's yeah. already supposed to be competitive, when you I add also don't like, know. Uh, variables like that, it's only going to serve to unbalance the game generally. 
like I have to assume that some characters are just going to do better in certain environments, right? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I never really got into Overwatch well because I wasn't, and I still am not really that competitive of a of a gamer. Exactly, so. and so I mean, I, I think for really casual fans or like people I really who enjoyed want a more narrative like, Overwatch experience. I think Overwatch the, Two um, is going to be though. a good thing. Those were all um, yeah. like it is well finally well going to flesh out the well story that they've really kind of dabbled like, a little bit in, and then retconned, and then dabbled a little bit, and then retconned. Like now we'll finally get a story that is cohesive. We hope um, for PVP fans or people who are more competitive or enjoy like the, the competitive shooter aspect of the game. Uh, we don't know. We don't know. Aside from the fact that they've said that they're removing two CP, which is great. I hated that game mode. Get it out. I can't be gone soon enough. Uh, I'm very excited for Maybe. that. But that's the only PVP news we've been given. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Terrible game mode. Why? Two CP should have never existed. Two CP was a mistake. That's all I'm going to say. Tell us more about how you feel. <laughs> yeah. I like yeah, like I'm I'm just like sort of reviewing some of the articles for for Overwatch 2 and yeah no, like there was really nothing that if you didn't watch um the actual announcement I feel like you didn't miss that much because they didn't really give you that much and they continually will not until they're almost ready to release Indeed. I feel like um yeah I have nothing else really to say like something to look forward to maybe maybe hopefully. nope I nope I am an avid MMO non enjoyer withhold judgment until it comes out really you can only speculate oh. so much. Yeah. Um. This is like not exactly off topic. We don't really have it on the docket. But did either of you ever really play WoW? Out of curiosity. Okay, so this I do general. play a goodly amount of MMOs. I started WoW a very, very, very long time ago when it was still a brand new thing. I was immediately right. harassed out of the game, and I was just like, I'm never going Are back. You a girl? The internet is full of jerks. <laughs> You're a girl. I'm a girl, yes. Holy crap. And uh, yeah, that was basically 100% of the problem that I had. Uh, so, Which is interesting because it's either one or the other. It's either, are you a girl? Oh my God, get out of here. Or are you a girl? Let me give you every item I have. Let like, me white knight you that's to where... hell. I know it's an illegal banned yep. term, depending on where you come from, but that's where simping really started from. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. At least uh, on the digital form, people like people would be like, "I'll give you." Oh my god, can I help you with the quest? Oh my god, can I give you like, oh like, this item, this super rare epic item, you can have it. <laughs> yep. And I'd just be like, "All right." Yep. All right, guys, we can just play the game too, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that was my yeah, my beginnings of WoW. I think I lasted all of maybe two whole hours of actual gameplay. Like I made a character oh, no. and I started. That was oh, okay. the, the grand <laughs> oh, scheme no. of it all. And uh, I haven't gone back, but I play plenty of Guild Wars these days because I find that the Guild Wars fan base is a little more like there are oh, lots of gameplay mechanics that reward you for just being a good person. So <laughs> it's well, it's actually that's quite I, nice. that's a game I can't play. <laughs> oh no 
<laughs> Get out of my arena, I've Jay. automatically <laughs> been ex- excluded from playing that game. Um, oh, no, like the reason I even brought it up is just because uh, it's not even just about WoW, although I know that there's like Shadowlands stuff that I'm sure people are super hyped about. Because um, people are enjoying it. I, I know that like you know it's still got a very continually engaged fan base. Um, but like the WoW Classic stuff, uh, you know, like so if you're not aware, they made like vanilla WoW again. So it's all like the nut, it's all of the WoW fun with none of the quality of life that the game has now. Mm. Um, because that's how people want it. Because if you want to talk hardcore, they were hardcore. Um, but they're they've actually said like a while ago that they're also going to be continuing with expansions. So uh, the brooding the the Burning Crusade uh, DLC is, I think, coming out soon. The expansion for that. And that's actually when I first joined. Well, I don't play it anymore, uh, to make it clear. But that's when I first joined. And I was like, oh, sort of like nostalgic. And I would make... I was like, maybe I would play it. But I don't really... I hate subscription. That's what it really comes down to. Um, because I hate feeling obligated to play. That's what it really uh, feels like when... You tell me something. Yeah, that's very fair. It means that I'm investing money on it, even if it's just like a nominal amount. It means that it's not like a game that I already just own. I've bought it once. I can play it whenever I want, and I don't have to think about it. The subscription models make me think, I've paid twenty bucks for it this month. I better get twenty bucks out of it. Yeah. Right. Like it's it's a lot when you are when you have no money and no income. I want to. That's why I never got into any of the Final Fantasies because it was a subscription thing. Like, okay, right. I know $11 a month yeah, isn't, like, I think a same. lot of money for us now because we're we're adults now. But when I was in school, $11 a month was like, no, man, I can't afford that. When, you're, and, when your allowance like, is maybe 10 bucks a week, maybe 5 bucks a week, my, my first allowance was 5 bucks a week. Yep. Yep. And, like, you know... That's that's a lot of uh, money that could go to, you know, feeding me. So I was never super oh, yeah. inclined to get into the Final Fantasies for that reason. Like, 11, 11 had a really long, long, long life. And I maybe got into it near the end of it, and it was still unplayable trash. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, people, people who had been playing it for games who were trying to get me to get into it they got me set up with the most complicated thing ever. You had to install the game specifically yeah. from a spe- from like a specific source, and then you had to install mm-hmm. mods to make the game playable. I don't remember if it was Final Fantasy, but it might also have been WoW. Um, if you wanted to join guilds, they would ask you for the full list of mods you have installed and that you're good at. Oh, because yeah. Because if you don't have these, you're not going to be welcome in their guild. Yeah. Gatekeeping. Yeah. Super fun, am I right? Very fair. Well, I mean, no, I get nobody? that if you're no. a seriously competitive guild that you want a certain level of quality, I guess, for, sure. like, you know, someone's contributions sure. to, like, party raids or something. Sure, sure. But it's it says something when your game is so broken that you need mods to be good at the game. Also true. Oh. Um, uh, I have not watched so it. Yeah, I'm I really scared to watch it. No. <laughs> yeah, I have nothing else to contribute to that because it just hits the nail on the head right there. Mm. Um, I guess we could talk about not games for a second. 
I mean, Mortal Kombat, the movie. That, oh, that was okay. Have I'm you seen attention the now? Like, yes, I have. Yes. It looks like it's just going to be a fun fest. It looks amazing. Aww. No, it looks amazing. And I read like this little, uh, like maybe yesterday, that the director uh, oh. for the movie, who is the person who made traumatizing. The um, I watched those. They, yeah, they saw <laughs> um, like the very positive reaction to the trailer, and he was like, "Yeah, I cried." That's a nice Aww. way of putting I like, it. I was like, "Bro, so you did sweet. a good job." Like. Well, I mean, the trailer looks pretty amazing. The original Mortal Kombat movies are probably nothing more than cult following, a little traumatizing, the original, yes. The original set of movies were, they set a certain bar for campiness. So I, I'm not going to say that the, they took themselves terribly seriously, you know? But yeah, like, I, I don't know. I have nothing bad to say about what I saw in the trailer. Uh, it looks super fun. It looks super on brand, um, because I, I like I play fighting games. I actually never really play the Mortal Kombat fighting games, but I'll watch people play the Mortal Kombat games. And the last like two or three entries have been very high quality entries. Um, look very fun, and the style of the movie follows that. Um, I don't know. Everything about it honestly feels quality. It's the only thing that is like still in that B movie range. <laughs> and I don't mean this in a mean way, is the cast because they're relative unknowns. That's okay. I'm okay with that. I'm not, I'm not, you know, like I said, I'm not crapping on anybody. Just literally saying that you're not, if you look at the cast and you look at even the most well established characters like Raiden and uh, 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 Johnny Cage and all that kind of stuff, you're like, don't really know who you are or where you've been. I feel like I'm more amazing. forgiving of that sort of thing, though, because I don't keep up with celebrities anyway. Yeah, so I'm definitely gonna have to watch this now. Relatively unknown actors. Uh, it's right. by New Line Cinema, so I kind of expect them to go through uh, actors who just they show a lot of promise, and I think They're that's a good thing. Up. Yeah, I think that's a great um, thing. But yeah, like it, it hits all the right notes. I highly recommend watching the trailer if you haven't. It was a visual um, spectacle. Yes, uh, like the yeah, the, I would say the visual effects aren't like crazy, crazy, but they're like they all fit, they all work. So that's very important. Um, yeah. And on the topic of like the whole like casting thing being huge, like it's not a big deal, but it is a big deal because it does help sell movies. Uh, like. Cruella got announced. I watched the trailer mm -hmm. for that. Uh, oh, God. What's her name? Emma, Emma Stone? Stone? Emma Stone. Um, she's a gorgeous, gorgeous lady. It's nice to is. see her in a somewhat deranged Yeah, role. she's not a good person. It is, but I don't understand why we're like... Cruella is one of those... Prefer. She just wants to make a code. Villains that... Like, that's it. She doesn't care. Like I, This is a prequel for anyone who's not aware. It's not like we're jumping straight into 101 Dalmatians. But Cruella is one of those absolute evil. Like, she has nothing redeeming about her. Why are we fleshing out her... Yeah, why are we fleshing out her backstory? Like, we know that she just wants to kill animals and wear their fur. For fur. Yeah, she just wants right. a really beautiful coat. So why... Um, but, like, like, I don't... The art style is, like, very sort of Tim Burton-esque. Uh, mm -hmm. Not even necessarily... Uh, 
Tim Burton and, and something else. I can't quite uh, put my finger on it, but like, I, I don't understand why we're making a Cruella movie. I'm not saying it won't be fun. I'm not saying it's not going to be enjoyable. But what the hell does Cruella, Cruella have to offer me as a, as a fan? I have a question, Jay. Did you feel this way about Maleficent? Because I, I kind of had the same thing about Maleficent. I was like, why do we... Oh, okay, is this going to be a ploy, so, a play at sympathizing with the with the villainess? Okay, mm-hmm, okay. So here's the thing with Maleficent. Mm-hmm. And I will say right now, I didn't see the Maleficent movie. Okay. Uh, I think it was well-received. I'm pretty sure. Um, but the main thing with that is that at least Maleficent is a mythical character um so there is so there can be other motivations in a universe that doesn't exist Cruella just exists in like wherever this is like france sort of always feels like the words or like like somewhere in that that european region she's just a real life she's a real life bitch since i've seen the 101 dalmatians movies yeah i'm just saying that like she is just a real world bitch, and I don't <laughs> not a fantasy care. World bitch. Yeah, like if you're a fantasy <laughs> world bitch, then you're allowed. I feel like you're allowed a certain, um, you know, a little <laughs> right? link like... of of line <laughs> to play with. You know, your motivations <laughs> are magic in nature, but uh, like, I'm literally looking at the Wikipedia uh, for Cruella, and there's a section called premise, and it says in 1970s London. Young fashion designer Estella Deville becomes obsessed with dogs' skins. That's fair, and I feel like okay. I also feel like it's yeah, okay, like especially Dalmatians. Who are just bad until people, she be- and they just are bad. They don't need to be antiheroes. They don't need like, a redemption just, arc. Give they me the don't redemption. Need a, but <laughs> actually, the story was told to from the biased perspective, like. Sometimes I just want a bad person who's a bad person. Like the lady whose skin's puppies is just bad because she's bad. Villains, yeah. But that's what we're compelled, though. So. So. You're okay. not wrong, but like in, in the that. opposite in the opposite of that spectrum, and I don't know if this exists in the Cruella spectrum as we'll call it now, like the just the bad for the sake of being bad almost. But in the opposite of the spectrum, um, if you ever watch Jurassic World, the first Jurassic World, um, there's this one character who was like this assistant to the uh, director or whatever, right? And she's helpful. She's just like she's just doing her job. She babysits these kids. Uh, she is just trying to help. And near the la- like in the uh, final moments of the movie, like during the crescendo when all the dinosaurs prevail and and escape and attack things, she gets ripped apart. She gets abs literally physically absolutely ripped apart by a pteranodon and uh, one of those megalosaurs, like one of the fish dinosaur type things uh i know they're not dinosaurs don't at me i'm just describing it to people and she gets she gets she literally her body gets fought over by these and she she gets ripped apart and it's a very 
people generally did not like that because you don't take good characters and hurt them. Uh, that's just not part of our storytelling. We're, that's not something we like seeing, uh, there, especially when she's, she didn't get like significant, significant screen time, but she got enough screen time to tell you that she's just here as some kind of intern just doing her job and she's not evil. So the whole Cruella thing on the yeah. other side, sorry, it's just that like I don't, if there's no redemption and if there's no sort of like whatever, but she doesn't get her comeuppance in this movie, I don't mm-hmm. understand why we're watching someone who's just justifying herself as evil. So I agree that um, as Western storytelling goes, we we prefer just as in general, we prefer it when there's an arc. The good guy Either wins. a character falls yeah. and they redeem themselves or maybe they went down a dark path and then they, they find their way to the light or or they were a hero that became the villain and that was that's just... And then they're defeated by the real hero at the end. And like I, I get it. Um, but that's very much a Western storytelling thing. And there was a slew of video essays on this a little while ago that I came across. So I, I just recently was heads down like right into this but um <laughs> i will remind you that it's being made by disney so there will absolutely be some kind of a weird redemption thing going on there oh i'm gonna watch it for emma stone I because just, emma stone's pretty know. that's I, it i'm gonna be honest i'm sure it'll be an okay movie i just don't love the premise it's the devil wears prada meets uh, psychotic animal abuser so Ugh. yeah not into it i'm the not into that thing... whole idea and i'm not even like i'm not a you know that was basically my my takeaway from but that, that's, was that oh this <laughs> that's my problem yeah that's why i came into yeah. that's, i led into this whole topic we were saying mortal Kombat has nobody like that's like really and then you have this emma stone who is like i get it she was uh uh the girl in Spider-Man that I can't remember the name and people can crucify me for that right now. That's totally fine. But just by saying I'll watch it because of Emma Stone totally, totally justifies the, the, the transition there. It's just like, that's garbage. <laughs> that's really bad. Yep. I I do not deny that I have fallen sway to that. Um, But I do have like some positive notes to say about just the trailer in general. Like, sure. I... Uh, I really, really enjoyed the voiceover that she did for it. Emma right. Stone has sort of developed this really lovely texture to her voice, and I really enjoy that because, you know... <laughs> Just a lot of since, cigarettes. <laughs> since they've cast her as a villainess, she's, uh-huh. she has a chance to really use that, like, to a an archetypal way. You know, this sure. is, like, the classic deep kind of a throaty textured voice that you expect from a bad guy so you know i i would just go on the note that they cast her well for this and it sounds like she's performing well for the role and i'm I'm looking at that purely from an actor's point of view and like i would say that the art direction the set dressing everything like that looks on point i'm always i'm always there for great looking sets great looking um uh settings backgrounds everything um, costumes as well, although I don't, again, not really looking forward to the dog part. Um, but yeah, That's man. That's fair. That's very fair. We'll see. We'll see. I, I'm i almost hoping it sucks. Almost hoping it sucks. I, I, I don't see anything redeeming about the story. 
surprised. I mean, I, I totally get your points. I'm not disagreeing with them <laughs> at all. No, no. It's hard to... No one, no one lists Cruella as like their there's a fantasy. One of their favorite villains. There's a fantasy like a aspect villain, to it of like, well, she's some she's kind of fairy, and some of the fairies yeah. are good, and some of the fairies oh, are bad. But why is she a bad fairy? Like, anyway, what is did it anyone ever really like? There's a lot of room to play around like, with Maleficent. I think she again, she participates in a cooler sort of uh, setting, hmm. like her her the whole background of, of of where she is, what she comes from, is much more. Um, interesting and leaves more yeah 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 exactly exactly yeah there's a lot of room yeah it it leaves uh questions that are haven't been answered (laughs) yeah but I think they went for the classic revenge story for her which is still more relatable than someone who is just obsessed with puppy skins yeah (laughs) like i i get that at least on a scale of villainesses she's at least a little more relatable than cruella yeah i i just i'm not trying to uh, beat a dead horse here i almost said beat a bet horse uh (laughs) but yeah i just We'll see what it. We'll we'll see what they offer. Again, I understand it's a Disney movie. I understand that it, it should be yeah. fun and appealing in some way, but like I want to know what the underlying story is. That's not just like she's barking mad. Bad pun. I'm sorry. Maybe she is barking. Thanks mad. for having me. She probably is. Maybe she's. She plays a very good. She has a very good barking mad look. Uh. Emma yeah, Stone. the the white and the black like split oh, hair. Oh, like, and... well, she does. She can do the crazy eyes. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, <laughs> that is why. Yeah, it's a skill. On that note, I think we'll end the episode. Thank you very much for joining me, Dio and Nancy. As always, appreciate you. Bye bye. Take care, everybody. Pleasure as always. Stay warm. Stay healthy. Stay safe.